A big part of sports medicine is injury prevention, but the Yukon Institute for Sports Medicine goes beyond that. Today on The Pulse, how science can reduce injury and improve athletic performance. This is the Yukon Health Pulse, a podcast to help you get to know Yukon Health and its people a little better, and hopefully leave you with some health information you'll find useful. I'm Chris DeFrancesco. Now, experts at the Yukon Institute for Sports Medicine use science to help athletes reach their peak performance in addition to preventing and treating injuries. We're on location today in stores to learn more with Lori Devaney, physical therapist and athletic trainer, and Dr. Matt Hall, a sports medicine physician who specializes in injury prevention. They're the co-directors of the Yukon Institute for Sports Medicine. Thank you both for your time today. Thanks, Chris. It's Thanks nice for to be here. Us. Well, we want to talk a little bit. Well, first of all, we're on location. This is kind of exciting for the podcast. We're at the Horse Barn Hill Sciences Complex, and, and I've been an undergrad here. It was quite a while ago. I don't think I've ever been back here before. So the, we have the Yukon Health Orthopedics Practice. Dr. Hall, you and I have had several conversations in the realm of that relationship. So there's a sports medicine program in Farmington. We're here in stores at the Yukon Institute for Sports Medicine. So let's first talk about a little bit of what distinguishes one from the other. Sure. So, you know, in the... In the orthopedic department, I mean, we have a great uh, program. We have a lot of different providers, uh, sports, non-sports uh, orthopedic providers. Uh, myself, I'm a family medicine sports provider, so I do a lot of non-operative orthopedics uh, through the office here in Store Center. And uh, my partner, Corey Egger, is also out here as an orthopedic surgeon and a sports medicine provider. And because we're out here in, in stores, uh, over time, we've developed kind of more relationships, particularly with a lot of the uh, people in the undergraduate institution through kinesiology, like Lori. Um, and the difference really is, is that this is trying to uh, develop more of a collaboration and kind of, I don't want to say break down kind of walls, but really start to bring that, bring together the power of the full university. So UConn Health and uh, UConn, that's why it's the UConn Institute for Sports Medicine and try to take advantage of uh, a lot of the other things that are kind of already being done. So whether you know whether it's research, uh, whether it's education, and starting to try to bring all of those things uh, together, I think to kind of uh, I don't know, harvest the power of uh, of all of kind of things we're doing at UConn that are sports medicine related. Excellent. Now, uh, Lori, you're a physical therapist and athletic trainer. Dr. Hall is a sports medicine physician. Who else is on your team? Like, who, who's here and, and what does everyone do? So we, we have a number of people. We have graduate students working with us. We have physical therapy and athletic training faculty. We also have exercise physiologists, exercise scientists working with us. Um, we also have available to us other clinicians that we might pull in, um, people, for instance, in dietetics and nutrition um, or mental health to help us address the, the ramifications that go beyond just musculoskeletal injury when it comes to um, these kinds of athlete sports safety and sport injury types of things. We're in a room right now, which I believe you call the running clinic. Yes. Tell us a little bit about what's happening here. Sure. The, you know, the running clinic is pretty exciting for us. It's something that um, I've always wanted to have some type of a, of a movement analysis um, lab that combines a kind of a traditional clinical exam. So we, in the running and injury clinic, we actually have the ability to look at movement all the way from just a simple video analysis to you know, kind of the high-tech three-dimensional biomechanical analysis that allows us to look at joint angles, allows us to look at forces on the body. And we use that information coupled 
filled with a traditional kind of clinical exam that you would get if you went to a physical therapy clinic or if you went to your physician um, to try to look at performance and also to try to rehabilitate people when they have an injury. So we might be able to identify, say in a runner, um, something about the way they move um, and how that actually impacts their shin pain, their knee pain, their hip pain, and then use that to improve both their health and their performance. Now, we're, we're looking at what appears to me to be some kind of a treadmill behind you, and it looks mm -hmm. like some kind of a camera over here. You've got some computers and some other things set up. Now, I have this vision in my head of when they make these, um, these sports video games, they put like these probes or some kind of electrodes or something on an athlete, and they mimic his movements, and they somehow capture it. That's what's coming to mind when I see your setup here. Are you you're looking to actually like measure people's gait and kind of how they how they do their different things and figure out ways that may either maybe identify how they move that could potentially be problematic from an injury standpoint and or enhance how they perform? Yes, and, and that's exactly it, Chris. And I, and I think you know a good example might be someone who's had an ACL tear and has an ACL reconstruction. So they've seen the orthopedic surgeon, they've had the surgery, they've been out in a traditional physical therapy setting getting rehabilitation. They might come to us for kind of an advanced movement analysis. And so we might have them doing things like squatting, jumping off a box, doing single leg um, types of activities, and we're looking for their quality of movement. Um, if they're, we think they're ready to return to running, we do an assessment to look at their walking gait first. We also might put them on this machine that you see over here called the Biodex, which does an isokinetic assessment of kind of the strength and performance, muscle performance um, of the quadriceps and hamstrings. So we have a number of criteria that we look at to examine an athlete and say, okay, based on this, it looks like you are ready to safely return to running or safely return to these activities, or you still have these deficits that we know are going to predispose you to re-injuring or, you know, God forbid, re-rupture, you know, that ACL reconstruction. And so we can use that information to inform the physical therapists and athletic trainers or strength and conditioning um, specialists that they're working with to really try to optimize their recovery and return them safely. Yeah, I mean, so identifying risk factors is something that's important. It's not just about post-injury. It's also trying to look at some of these things uh, whether it's jump mechanics or how somebody runs from a performance standpoint or trying to prevent something like a more catastrophic injury, although that can be fixed. It's a long recovery, and uh, if there's anything that can be do from a prevention standpoint, we try to do it. I think all of these things are kind of examples of kind of trying to bring in more multidisciplinary type of care because everybody involved in the care of an athlete has different components that they can bring to it, and it's kind of more similar to what you might do, you know, at a division one university like UConn, where it's not just one person providing care, you have physicians, both primary care, orthopedists, you have athletic training staff, you have strength and conditioning, you have nutrition, you have all of these. And then you have things like, you know, coaches that uh, have insight into the athlete's performance and all of these things in, in, in the community. Um, these things are all siloed, right? People are all doing these things in different areas. And uh, a lot of these things, like Lori talked about, have been done. So we're trying to bring those together more uh, as a multidisciplinary team.
That's Dr. Matt Hall, UConn Health Sports Medicine physician, and you're also hearing from Lori Devaney, physical therapist and athletic trainer, co-directors of the UConn Institute for Sports Medicine. Now, we're in, for example, uh, one discipline is kinesiology. Like, we're in kinesiology's house right now, right? Is that yes. Basically? Okay. So, like, how do people find their way? Like, how do I know if I could benefit from coming to a kinesiologist or someone, an expert in that area? Or how, how would someone find his or her way to the UConn Institute for Sports medicine to to get the help that the athlete would need there are a number of avenues to get to us um, one is just simply on the the Yukon health website um, so there is we do have a, a, a page located there that directs you to contact us directly so you know we have email we have social media and we have phone numbers where you could just call us directly so an individual athlete can certainly get in touch with us if you're a, a community organization like a youth sport organization or a school that wants to use our services um, you can certainly contact us and we do that um, one of the our mantra you know, like Matt just said, um, is our team working for your team? So we like to, to when we partner with an organization, uh, like some of the local high schools, like Woodstock Academy that we're partnering with, um, we've done work with Eastern Connecticut State University as well. You know, we talk to the folks who are currently providing um, the sports safety and health care for, uh, for those athletes. And we, we find out, what are you doing well? what you know what are your problems what can we work you know what can we do to help you solve some problems and work together and so it might be um, refining and revising emergency action plans and best policies for athletic training um, with that group it might be going in and delivering injury prevention programs that are team-based so we'll come in talk to the coaches and the athletic trainers find out what they're doing find out what they like and don't like do an assessment of the team and then put together an evidence-based program that's designed to reduce injury risk on a team-based you know on a team-based approach um, so we have a, a lot of different things I think we can offer from that standpoint in trying to really work with the organizations um, and work with an individual athlete with their own health care providers that they currently have as well um, but that's where you know I think the comprehensive approach that we offer with expert physicians physical therapists athletic trainers etc um, you know makes a difference in how how athletes are being managed you talked about some of the nuts and bolts about what happens in this room. And one of the things in preparing to come talk to you that I see you offer is a biomechanical analysis. Is is that part, did we cover that already when you spoke about that before? Yeah, that, that's really, you know, it's really movement analysis is a part of, of evaluating each athlete that we see, but they're just those, those different levels. The biomechanical analysis, you know, specifically usually refers to using some of our, our advanced equipments, the high-speed um, video cameras coupled with, um, you know, we put reflective um, sensors on people so that we can, the, the cameras can pick them up, the computers process it. They're pretty complicated algorithms that, you know, spit out data for us. And so, you know, depending on um, the level of detail that we need, if you come into the running clinic for a clinical analysis, we've got a 2D biomechanical kind of plug-and-play analysis um, that gives you a report right then. If we're doing research or if we need some more advanced information, it's a little bit more complicated process with anywhere from about 37 to 45 uh, markers put on an athlete, um, force plates, um, and, and so kind of looking at the forces and the combined with the motion. And that's a little bit more detailed process. And most of the time we're using that process with more of our, our educational and research types of um, approaches, um, trying to figure out the answers to these questions. Like, you know, what are the things that put these folks at risk of a re-rupture or other type of injury after an ACL reconstruction. Just before we say goodbye, 
when we were talking about some affiliations you have with some area youth programs, and we'll put the in, the contact information as to how to get a hold of you in in the notes for this podcast, so people will be able to find it. We don't have to write anything down. But how will we raise your awareness in the community to let people know? Like, if it occurs, if they don't know about the Yukon Institute for Sports Medicine, what should people who might listen to this know? Maybe share with their child's doctor. Maybe share with their school of athletic program to um, let them know that uh, it might be worth having a conversation with you for the benefit of, of the youth and their programs. Well, I would hope that you know coaches, athletic directors, parents are actually listening to this and thinking of ways that we, that we might be able to help their own organization, um, or if they have if they have a child, or if you're an adult and you have an injury that you're concerned about, and we can guide you kind of the right direction to, to go within the Institute for Sports Medicine. I hope organizations do um, place a high priority on the safety and health of their athletes, and again, reach out to us directly, and we can set up a conference in order to try to see if there are ways that we can help improve your comprehensive program that you're delivering. Yeah, I think partnership is kind of a word that kind of came to my mind. And outside of the individual, it would be great if people you know, maybe heard it and said they're involved in, you know, an AAU program or, a, you know, a youth like soccer program or something of that nature. And uh, they say, well, you know, I've had, we've seen this increase in uh, people dealing with pain in their the front of their knee or stress injuries or you know whatever it is concussions uh, um, and or they're not they just want to uh, try to institute programs that try to keep you know try to keep their players on the field and they you know maybe that involves us trying to start an injury kind of prevention or you know they get them set up with in their institution doing a, some type of dynamic warm-up or something beforehand that is standardized across their program and just you know throwing that out as an example and we try to work together to figure out well where are their problems how can we maybe work to try to help solve some of their issues very well anything else that we should know about what you do here that we didn't cover the only thing I might add is that you know we do have ongoing um, research projects, and so what you'll what you'll see soon on our website is a research area. And if you have an interest in participating in any, in any of our research studies, if you happen to be a runner, um, a youth thrower, etc., um, a youth organization that's a, a you know little league or other AAU baseball team, etc., we are going to have some projects where we'll be looking for participants. And so if you have an interest in participating and finding out a little bit more about you know your own mechanics your own health and safety, um, or your child's, um, be looking on the Yukon Institute for Sports Medicine website um, for that to be coming up sometime in August. And again, we'll include that information with the notes for the show. Um, that is our time for today. For Lori Devaney and Dr. Matt Hall, I'm Chris DeFrancesco. Thank you for listening to the Yukon Health Pulse. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch us next time, and please share with a friend.